Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Building that drama. Maximum blockage. What is up, blockaholics? It's your boy Josh and Brett, and we're back to unclog, I guess, some of the uh, previous issues, episodes that we've done. Yeah, we had a bit of uh, query from some of the listeners as to why we started a podcast halfway through a season, and uh, they wanted us to maybe recap some of the earlier things that have happened to give some context to some of the things where critiquing at the moment yeah so instead of doing like a um episode thing we're just going to do the whole week in one episode an episode by episode breakdown we'll cover the week yeah you want to take norman jess's penthouse apartment from last year and put it on top of josh and elisa's winning house from the year before that's what they have to renovate this year so welcome to the biggest block ever what was that Oh, I'm trying to do a little thing known as editing now, Joshua. We are getting far too fancy for our podcast. Yeah, mate, splicing in those clips. It only takes me four hours each clip. Beautiful. Well, anyway, that is a 460 square metre building that they're working on. They're only getting $250,000 to renovate the entire building. And that might sound like a lot, but that's only 30,000 more than last year. And yet this is like two blocks. Yeah. Not just one. It's like two. Three-storey terrace homes consisting of 14 rooms each. On level one is a front garden, veranda, formal lounge, staircase, powder room, laundry, pantry, kitchen, living, dining, courtyard and double garage at the rear. On level two, a veranda, bedroom and ensuite, powder room, bathroom, study, media room, another bedroom, and above the garage, a studio and ensuite. And on level three, adjoining another veranda, is a master bedroom with a walk in robe and ensuite. This year, for the first time in block history, each terrace house will have its own individual lift. But this week, the contestants' first room reveal is on level two, the front bedroom. And somewhere within this bedroom, they must also build an ensuite. Oh, yeah, that's uh, pretty hard to follow. Well, that's no dramas. I'll put the uh, floor plan on Facebook, so if you want to go there and have a look, so it makes a bit more sense. Yeah, great. So, uh, with that being 14 rooms in the biggest block ever, there is rubbish galore. So, they've pretty much just put the contestants on the back foot from the start. Yeah, the room, the whole house is pretty much, well, a tip. Like, there's just rubble and bricks. And yeah, they literally look like they brought rubbish to the site. Yeah, it does. So that they could remove it. And then it. they got to remove, like, every wall? Yeah. So almost every wall? So, for the first three days, it was just spent removing rubbish. We would have taken down four or five tonnes of rubble. And, by um, hand. And brick mm. by hand. Mm. We were... Absolutely exhausted on Saturday. Bretto's Conspiracy Corner! What a lot of reality shows do is they just break down the contestants as soon as they can to make them tired, fatigued, keep them busy so they can't make clear, good thoughts. Yeah, like crisp decision making. and. Yep. It helps build the drama. Everybody's tired and anxious and a bit narky, so... So that clip that we just played was three days in, and that's how they're already feeling. Yeah, so the first three days is just carrying rubbish all day and as much night as they do. There's uh, Jesse's there at like one o'clock in the morning, still carrying rubbish in one of the clips, so they just break them down to the point that they're just... Not acting like themselves. Yeah, 
So then they get all these clips of people saying things they wouldn't normally say or doing things they wouldn't normally do. Yeah. And then on top of that, it looks like no one's even going to finish this week. Yeah. Even Scotty says, oh, have I given them too much of a challenge? Well, we've got a bathroom going on at the moment. Yeah. And we were only given sort of eight days to do it. So the flooring was all rotted out. So we had to remove that, install new joists, resheet, install new bath, Yeah, bath shower. and shower. Much We didn't move anything around. Like they have to install a, a brand new ensuite, which is plumbing from scratch. Yeah. Whereas I Building was, floors from scratch, which might yeah. slightly be better than what we had to deal with because we had to like slip sheets under existing That was a bit stuff. of a hassle, yeah. But yeah, plumbing from scratch is harder. Like since it was already there, I just had to replace the old stuff with new stuff. But yeah, no, eight days is crazy considering they spent the first three days just doing demo. And it shows too because Andy and Deb choose to forego their finishing their bedroom to focus on their ensuite, just yeah. purely based on the fact that there isn't enough time to do it. And then Jess and Mel, they sort of push harder to get theirs done. But there is an alternate reason as to why they're doing this. And that is because of the chance to win the Suncorp Super Safe or whatever it was Suncorp Super Safe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the big prize at the start to push everybody. Because Scotty says, oh, if I, you know, he says, oh, if no one finishes this week, I've pushed you too hard and I'll pair it back. But like Josh said, Jesse and Mel just put all their effort into the... Finishing their um, the bar- bedroom. bedroom rather than and the bathroom. Yeah. Because they split it up into two different nights of judging. So the first was on the just the bedroom and then on the sunday night it was going to be the bathroom yep and as we'll soon find out i don't think that it paid dividends i guess we'll get on to the judging of the main bed or the guest room so judging basically came down to two people mitch and mark and jess and mel and apparently mitch and mark didn't finish theirs completely yeah the judges definitely said oh they're not quite finished but i couldn't tell no i definitely couldn't tell either and i think that the main reason that uh, mel and jesse won was purely based on the fact that they finished rather than yeah how it looked i know jesse is convinced that it's like the fur is it fur? Faux, faux fur faux wall. Faux fur wall. He's got a feature wall with like faux fur on it. So that he didn't have to paint it basically was yeah. the time saving thing. So then you had Andy, Deb, Matt and Elise and Tess and Luke who didn't finish. Yeah, no, they didn't have paint on the walls. So yeah, they were never in with a chance. So yeah. Um, but it did create probably the best moment of the show. Yeah, it was a beautiful buzzword salad from Shana is that we want to see personality yeah. we want to talk to the artisans we want to talk to the musicians we want to talk to the the high-end money because that's what this is you have a neo-georgian house and you have added modern shaker style cupboards a provincial style mantle an edwardian ceiling rose and cornicing that's either federation or deco sounds gorgeous I kind of want to cover all bases mate just to make sure you know. So that was Scotty, but he was reading Shana's remarks. Jesse and Mel won the um, bedroom reveal, and they won the safe, which had about $100,000 worth of extras in it. And then we're on to en-suites. They had three days to finish them. And so we'll start with Andy and Deb, who had a visit from Darren Palmer. So he came in and sort of went through their styling on the first room to try to put them on the right track. 
and suggested that they go down to the Espy in St Kilda there for a bit of a look because it's more modern deco buzzwords. <laughs> Insert them yeah, here. Absolutely. So they ended up going down there with Shelley and I think that they got a lot of ideas. I think this is the turning point for them. It really put them on the right track. Yeah, well, oh, the the right track as far as the judges feel. Well, I think their room looked fine myself. Yeah, I I tend to agree with that, but... Yeah, and it's like we say, well, like I complain constantly to you. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, if everyone just builds a room the judges like, then we'll have five houses all styled the exact same way because this is the style the judges like. Yeah. Like which, Shana literally which... said in that clip, oh, I want to see personality, but then... As soon as it's something they don't like, they're like, oh, no, that's a personality I don't like. That clashes with my idea of personality. exactly. It's it's personality, but a specific personality. Yes. Uh, And then we got Mitch and Mark, who were showing their experience. They were just basically leading from the front. I don't think too much really bothers them. Yeah. They smashed it out super early. Yeah. I think the the only issue that sort of came with them, they had that marble tile. They were like 1,200 by 600 sheets or something like that. Yeah, they were huge. So one showed up and had a crack in it. Yeah. They left that. Till the tiler got there, they figured out that they could cut that one, put it in the shower tray, and all's well that ends well. Yep. And I think that it actually looked pretty good when it finished, but I yeah, guess... Yeah, it looked fine. Yeah, that was their major drama for the week, so yep, that's always going well. Uh, then we have Tess and Luke. Now, they start to sow the seeds of Tess not liking any trades. Yep. So their tiler was... What, he wanted to start at like 7.30 instead of 7. Well, yeah, in her words, he just didn't sound super keen. Yeah, so she sacks him and then they spend the entire next day trying to find a Tyler who will come in, whereas if they had just kept their original Tyler and let him start half an hour later, yep. he would have got majority of the room done by the time they end up getting their Tyler in. Yeah, Luke literally says, oh, if we just kept that Tyler, we'd be finished right now. Yeah, but they didn't. And that's, that's, well, that was one of their issues. And then the waterproofing, they were so far behind because they sort of, well, I don't know why they were so far behind because they're I, terrible. I didn't understand that either, but yeah, uh, um, the waterproof just wasn't showing up. It was ready to be waterproof. Yeah. You could see it. And so they needed to waterproof the day before so it could dry so the tiler could do it. So Dan stayed back. Well... A bretto half an hour, shall we say? Yeah. Which translates yeah. to about two and a half hours. Yeah, Luke said, my Tyler's going to be here in like half an hour. Yes. Yeah, so and you could see the sun was up at the time he's saying this to Dan. And cut to Dan goes, mate, it's 20 past eight. Yeah. I want to go home. It's pitch black outside. <laughs> They're standing on the deck. Oh, you he's can... just coming up the street now. Yeah, he's just coming up the street now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a, it was dead set bretto 20 minutes. So, I, I'm pretty sure, didn't Dan like hang around he, or... Came in early the next morning to sign it off so that the tiler could start first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then we had Jesse and Mel who, for some reason, didn't want to put a floor waste into the floor. Yeah, it is more plumbing and then more tiling. Like, it's more work. But like Scotty said, the rules say extra floor waste because yeah. we're above Australian standards. Which we had a little bit of an argument about this at work because I, I sort of was on Jesse's side. I, I'm i not a plumber, I'm a carpenter, and I think, well, if you don't need it, why do you have to put it in? Yeah, well, I was just saying, like, you're on the second level, you got living area underneath it, like, an more floor weights is better than less. Like, But my thing is, if it was clogged, because well, I assume the whole thing is if the shower clogs, isn't... Yeah, you do connected. already have the shower. Like, the way 
the their layout was, the water was just going to run down the shower waste anyway. But shower waste clog, man, pretty quick. Like everyone's hair, just, they just stuff hair down. But if them. that clogs up, wouldn't it just backflow out of the floor waste? No, it'll start... No, because your shower drain clogs. Higher than... Yeah, because the, the, the 50 mil pipe is smaller than the oh, floor waste. Oh, technical so, now. Well, normally what clogs is the drain. Like everyone has those like grates or smart tiles now. Yeah. And that's where it clogs. So then instead of then running out of the shower down the floor waste, it just it'll run out. out the shower into your bedroom. So we can all slide like risky business. Yes, I do like it wet in the bedroom. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> then he, well, Scotty comes around for their walk around and basically says, listen, mate, it's my way or the highway. And Mel sort of goes, I agree. We're going to put it in a floor waste. Yep. So... They just take the sledgehammer straight to the floor. Yeah. And that does not end well for Jesse and No, because they have no fall protection under the floor. And yeah. it's more than four metres down. It'd have to be, probably, To yeah. the next level, apparently. Well, that's what um, Keithy said. Well, I believe it, it would be bigger because the floor hasn't been built yeah, down there's there. there's no floor downstairs. It's all just... So, that's even probably more dangerous. You've just got... Um, you know, posts Dirt and posts. posts sticking up to with sharp, yeah, bits. sharp ends on them. Yeah. So it's pretty much a spike pit under there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Keith comes storming in, and then he basically says, "Oi, mate, you've either got to put the fall protection under and put an exclusion zone, or you go on offsite." Yeah. So this was um, before this. I think Luke was getting along with Keith and Dan all right, but this was kind of the start of the drama. I think that you meant Jesse, but anyway. Oh, again. <laughs> so but, good. yeah, no, I agree. I'm all over it, mate. So, Jesse would talk to him pretty sensibly, and then they'd just talk down to him. And as as we were sort of saying before about him breaking him down, I think that that probably didn't help. Yeah. So, then Jesse had to do a reintroduction because he didn't follow the safety procedures, so that really put him behind. And uh, the other thing that probably didn't help him was the fact that he did his own tiling. Blit. Like, I think that his, his quality's there. I just don't think he's as quick. Yeah, no, he's definitely competent. But he, like he said, he's been off the tools for four years. And I think most of the other tilers are teams there. You see yeah. a couple of, like, one cutting and one laying. Yeah. So trying to do it all yourself, he really bit off more than he could chew. And that will come back to bite him in the butt later. Absolutely. And uh, Matt and Elise's bathroom pretty much went off without a hitch. There was a couple of minor things, but nothing really. Which we will soon find out is very rare for them. Yeah. I think that their biggest issue was just that um, Elise found a sexy stand-up basin and decided that it should be more of a feature under the window. So she swapped the layout of the plumbing, but it wasn't a major. No, yeah, because it hadn't been plumbed yet. So that's not. Or sheeted. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's not like that was a... uh, major issue yeah if you get in with these changes early before there's sheets and flooring it's just not a problem you go before everyone's finished and gone home if you just mention it yeah it's fine so should we get into the judging of the en-suites absolutely let's get into it so so we'll start in room one with mitch and mark where the judges said that it was hollywood glamour mm. new buzzword super fancy and that, uh, well, their, their main critique of it was that they might have spent too much on a, like, a guest. A guest ensuite. Yeah. Which is fair enough, but I don't know, like... 
Well, since they got to make their own ensuite because it didn't exist before, they all got to choose sizes. And yeah. the judges were actually pretty harsh on some of the bigger ones, saying that it's too big for yeah, a guest so ensuite. Yeah, so Tess and Luke went for a large one and basically they said that it was a waste of space. Yeah. And that, you know, they, they could have spent that elsewhere, which I can agree with t- to a point. But then, like, I don't know, like, you don't want to be, you know... You don't, you don't want to be able to swing a cat, but you, you absolutely do need don't some. want it too pokey. But I guess it depends where you spend the yeah. extra size, like the on toothbrushes. Yes, on <laughs> tooth. Well, you know, because when they get the extra size, they seem to spend it on things like a double basin instead of like a big, bigger shower. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they, it's things that like aren't really that glamorous. Well, like, when you think about what what you go in to do in the bathroom, you're going to shower. Yep. Or bathe. So that should yeah. be the main focus, not, you know, vanities and... Yeah, well, Matt and Elise also got pinged because they put a bath in their ensuite. Yeah. And that they were like, well, that's pretty unnecessary. It's just a guest ensuite. You don't want to start doing that kind of thing. Well, they also got chipped off being a bit too masculine with the black finishes. Yeah. Which I, I love. I thought they were fine. Yeah, I think that it was I didn't, great. Yeah, as a manly man, I didn't see the manly manliness of it. Well, it was still soft enough, I think, for women to enjoy. Well, I don't know. We'll have to get a woman's opinion on that at some point. Maybe we'll get one as a special guest on the podcast. I'm sure we'll get some letters. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We're jumping around a bit here, I guess. Sorry uh, about that. No, that's all right. Jesse and Mel didn't finish theirs. No. That was their major issue. They absolutely put all their time into their bedroom to get that safe. Yeah. And just no time into the ensuite. So, so, this is where Neil sort of said it's a tomb and that it's too dark. Yeah, because he had like one or like a wall and a half tiled and a bit of the floor. Yeah. yeah. But Darren sort of came in with like, I, I don't mind Darren because he's at least he's pat slap pat, like gives yeah. a bit of positivity. Yeah, with compliment sandwiches. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where he said, you know, like it's not the worst in the world, like they could paint the wall. Yeah. We later find out that they didn't paint the wall, but... <laughs> You know, at least he's sort of given some suggestions. Well, I guess we've talked about this on jobs before where I'm like, I don't always agree. Like, they they like to tile lots of the walls, like almost all the walls or even all the walls up to the ceiling in bathrooms. Yeah. Which is fine in a bigger one, but like those smaller ones really makes them seem more constrictive, like smaller. Yeah. Especially with the small tiles that they're picking. It seems very busy. And it adds a lot of echo too. Tiles don't absorb any sound. And so any kind of noise in there just echoes around. Well, you sort of found that in Tess and Luke's who had the largest one. They actually had so... It was so large that they couldn't finish the tiling. So they ended up putting fibro cement sheets on the wall. Yeah. Odd choice. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. Just leave it unfinished. That's more work to come back. Well, I think that they're going to leave it and use it as a feature. Shana seemed to like it. Oh, okay. So that means that it's good. Um, that's um, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't call that glamorous. So anyway, basically it came Maybe down to... Maybe it's a colonial heritage art deco. You know it. Uh, basically, it came down to two. Uh, Mitch and Mark. Yep. And Andy and Deb. Yep. So Andy and Deb, I think, played the week beautifully with the fact that they put a lot more time into it earlier in the week. Yeah. So, and obviously their trip to the SB helped. Yep. Because they ended up winning. Yep. They took it away. And I think what the judges said about it was, you know, that they used the space well and they had one of the smallest bath. It wasn't the smallest, but it no. was one of the smallest bathrooms. But they used the space well. Like, 
no double bass and just a single bass and just use the space you've got well because people are just coming to stay there. Yeah. Or even if it's like a teenager or whatever living in there, then just like a single person just using the bathroom. Exactly. And so, you know, I think that the right team won. Yep. Like, don't get me wrong. I did enjoy Matt and Elise's, but I don't know. I, I They probably use too much space like you were just sort of alluding yeah. to. There's no need for a bath in there. No. Absolutely not. That's more for main bathrooms and things like that. Yeah, for sure. And that's, like I said on previous episodes, you know, baths cost a lot of money. Yes. Yes, they do. Yeah. But this is obviously the start of the spiral that sends a lease sort of broke. Yep. So, yeah, anyway, it's it's easy to look back on hindsight, I suppose. Yeah, it is. If you're going to put a bathroom in every room, not just the bathrooms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just baths everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, you're soon going to run out of money. But, you know, I think if they budget well, they could still make it to the end. So next week, we will recap Formal Lounge. And tonight will be Master Bathroom. Hopefully, I'll get it out tomorrow. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. So if you want to contact the show, hit us up on Facebook at Maximum Blockage. Or Maximum Blockage at Outlook.com. Nice. All right. Bye. See you later. Bye.